Hi, I'm Philip Thomas. This series on the gifts of the Holy Spirit is brought to you on behalf of Urban Nation of Grace Community Nila in Malaysia. Right now, we'll be covering the ninth lesson. And the ninth lesson, we'll be looking into the third category of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this is, or the third category is called as the power gifts. And the first gift under this power gifts is faith. And we're going to look into what the gift of faith is. Now you see that there are three gifts of vocal inspiration, which is tongues, interpretation, and prophecy. These gifts are the manifestation of God speaking through us. And we see the next gifts, the next category which I shared with you earlier, which is distinguishing between spirits, word of knowledge, and word of wisdom. These gifts are the manifestation of God revealing things to us, things of the natural world or of the spirit realm. Now this final category, there's also three gifts, which are called the gifts of power, gift of faith, working of miracles, gifts of healing. The power gifts are manifested by God, releasing his supernatural faith or power to flow through us. These three power gifts are the gifts of faith, the gifts of healing, and the working of miracles. God desires to speak to us of this world. Most of the time, he speaks through his believers. God wants to reveal many things to this world. Again, he wants to do this through his believers, through all of us. God yearns to reach the needs of this generation, but he works through his people. That is you and I. Each of the gifts of the Spirit are manifestation of the Spirit, nine separate ways in which he operates through the body of Christ. There have been teachings in the past that each believer is to operate in one gift or maybe two. To accept this teaching, you must ask ourselves one question. Why would the Holy Spirit reveal through a revelation gift the presence of a demonic spirit of cancer, but deny us his power through one of the power gifts to cast the spirit out. So the operation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives is limited only by ourselves. What are we willing to allow God to do through us? How much time are we willing to give to him? How clean is the vessel we present to him for his use? So the gifts will always sometimes flow together. As we have studied before, each group of gifts works closely together. So we are to speak in tongues when we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That equips us to operate in the first gift. Then we get to pray for the gift of interpretation. That is the second gift. Then we are to desire to prophesy. That is the third gift. Then we move on to the second group of gifts, the gifts of revelation. So through these gifts, God reveals to us many things. If you see the definition, the gift of faith is a supernatural faith for a specific time and purpose. It is a gift of power to accomplish a certain task in whatever situation we are in at the particular time. So the gift of faith is given when we need when it's needed for a specific task immediately. 
or in the very near future, when the word of wisdom is given, telling us how a task should be done, it will spark the gift of faith into operating to boldly carry out the task according to what God has already planned. Now, how do we receive the gift of faith? The gift of faith is received by the operation of the revelation gifts. Supernatural faith comes upon the believer when the gift of the word of wisdom reveals a demonstration of God's power, which is about to be manifested. It releases us to boldly act upon the revelation which he has just received. How does this gift of faith manifest? Often the supernatural gift of faith is involved in the operation of the power gifts. It may be manifested in a powerful commanding sentence such as Jesus said to the storm, Peace be still. Or as he said, Lazarus, come forth. Upon receiving a revelation of what God wants done, through the word of wisdom, the gift of faith will come upon the believer to finish the task. This special faith is realized when the plan of how to proceed is revealed by a word of wisdom. This releases the believer to boldly act on what has been given to him by God. So it is time in the believer or our lives when we are not striving to believe. He knows what God's word says, what God's will is, and that he has the supernatural power of God abiding in himself or herself to bring a thing to pass. So when the gift of faith is present, which are spoken, are directly inspired by the Holy Spirit, and have the same authority as if God was speaking them. The results of the gift of faith may be a gift of working miracles or of healings. So how do we respond to the gift of faith? There can be many responses to the gift of faith. It brings glory to God. It causes others to believe in God. It brings amazement and fear. So the reality of a living God involved in the affairs of men is demonstrated to the gift of faith. Now there are four kinds of faith. First is saving faith. The faith which we accept Jesus as our saviour is a gift from God which comes through hearing the word of God. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. The second kind of faith is fruit of faith. Faithfulness is listed as one of the fruits of the Spirit. It is a faith that grows in the life of a Christian to establish him in spiritual character. You can see this in Galatians 5, verses 22 to 23. The third kind of faith is general faith. There is a general faith every day, type of faith which comes through knowing God, knowing his word and believing. It is having faith that what he has said he will do. This faith is strengthened every time we pray and receive the answer to that prayer. For instance, we need faith to go to work, faith in uh, doing a project, faith in doing a presentation. The fourth kind of faith is the gift of faith. A gift of faith is a supernatural gift faith for a specific time and purpose. If you see the examples of the gift of faith from Jesus' ministry, for example, how the resurrection faith 
happened in Lazarus' life. Even as Jesus was told of the sickness of Lazarus, he knew that Lazarus' death and resurrection would be for a time of teaching on his own death and resurrection. You can see this in the book of John chapter 11, verse 43 to 44, where he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Lose him and let him go. We also see a different kind of gift of faith in the life of Jesus' ministry. The miracles of the working faith. The miracles of the working faith we see in the great storm where when Jesus spoke in Mark chapter 4, verse 37 and 38, and the great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it, it was already filling. But he was in the stern asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. The gifts of faith also, we can see in speaking God's judgment. The gift of faith can operate in a seemingly destructive way for the protection of the body of Christ. Perhaps the body of Christ because of sin in their lives or fear of what people would say or because of feelings of inadequacy has been reluctant to operate in these areas. Without the gifts of revelation operating in our lives, it's impossible to operate in the gift of faith in the following manner. Sometimes Jesus himself, through the gift of faith, how he cursed the fig tree in the book of Matthew chapter 20 and verse 19. And thereafter we see how after Ananias had dropped dead, Peter spoke a curse on Sapphira as the gift of faith was released by your word of wisdom. The book of Acts chapter 5 verse 9 to 11. And thereafter you see how Paul in the book of Acts chapter 13 verses 8 to 12 spoke to Elimias, the sorcerer. So the gift of faith provides us protection. How does the gift of faith provide us uh, protection? If we see the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel chapter 7, verses 32 and 38 to 40, and verses 45 to 49, we see firstly that, I'll just read the scripture. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Thereafter we see man's methods were laid aside. You see, so Saul clothed David with his armor and he put a bronze helmet on his head. He also clothed him with a coarse coat of mail. And David fastened his sword to his armor and he tried to walk for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with this for I have not tested them. So David took them off and he took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag and a pouch which he had and his sling was in his hand and he drew near to the Philistine. From here we see that then after that how the gift of faith 
the words of wisdom worked when David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord has hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save the sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. After this, you'll see the scripture of faith, how faith brings victory. And it was so when the Philistines rose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hastened and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his back and took out a stone and slung it, and struck the Philistine in his forehead, and so that the stone sank into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. There are many other miracles we see. How the gift of faith provided protection for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We see the book of Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 18, and thereafter 20 to 26. The gift of faith, we need to learn to operate it today. For many reasons. As we learn to operate in it, we will be used by God for the protection of ourselves, those around us, and the body of Christ. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. With faith, nothing is impossible because when the gift of faith is operating, God's power for miracles will be released. Let's pray now for the gift of faith that we will be used by God to reach out to protect our families, our loved ones, in our workplace, in our ministry. Sweet Holy Spirit, I just want to thank you for this lesson on the gift of faith. And I pray, Holy Spirit, teach us and give us a greater, a deeper understanding of all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The first category the second category, and even as we come to this third category of the power gifts. And I pray right now, fill us with your faith, Holy Spirit. Teach us. Teach us to walk. Teach us to do whatever you're wanting us to do so that we can increase this gift and there will be power in our gifts as we speak forth, as we call forth and pray forth. We pray for the full manifestation of the gifts of faith to manifest. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As you come to the end of this lesson, if you have been encouraged, can I just uh, request, encourage you to share it with your friends and your family members. And we'll move on to the next gift, and which is the gift of healing. In my next lesson, so I'll see you in my next lesson. God bless you. Amen.